Welcome to the Penis Project podcast, connecting men through science, stories, solutions, but most of all, through support. This podcast was founded by myself and Dr. Joe Milios, a physiotherapist. To find out more about us, check out our website, thepenisproject.org. I'm Melissa Hadley-Barrett, sexologist and nurse practitioner specialising in men's intimate health. Join me as I break down the barriers surrounding men's health and have candid conversations about everything you've always wanted to know but were too embarrassed to ask. This podcast is dedicated to stories from men who have bravely recognised the importance of sharing their experiences, breaking down stigmas and having no filter chats about sexual health, cancer treatment and recovery, relationships and everything else in between. If you know someone who you think would benefit from this information, please share so we can help more people. We would also love it if you'd follow the podcast and give us a review. Welcome to the Penis Project podcast. So this is going to be the last episode for 2023 and I can't believe we're here already. We started this podcast three years ago now, so it's pretty amazing that we're still going. Uh, What I wanted to do today is I'm going to have a chat with Kendall, Joe and myself about what we did and what our favourite highlights were of 2022 and what our plans are for next year. So I'm going to start first and just say that this year has been really busy and as usual it's been absolutely crazy busy leading up to Christmas because it always seems like everyone wants an erection for Christmas. Two front teeth are definitely out again this year and it's just erections that everybody wants for Christmas. So this year I think I've had lots of highlights. I've met lots of lovely new patients and their partners. Uh, I've had the honour to speak at a lot of different events like community events and I've done quite a lot of education for health professionals around Australia on prostate cancer rehabilitation and erectile dysfunction and intimacy and sexuality and all sorts of things. I've also learned all about some new exciting products that I've talked about on the podcast such as the FirmTech rings which can measure your erectile function at night which is just like a game-changing excitement as far as I'm concerned and diagnosis of issues. So that's really exciting. Um, At the beginning of this year, Joe and I both went to New Zealand and presented at the urology conference over there, which was a fantastic experience. We met lots of great people. This week, I'm just recording this at the mid-December because this week I'm off to the International Society of Sexual Medicine Conference in Dubai which has some really great speakers out and they're presenting some really exciting new research. So I'm hoping that next year I'll have a whole lot new information that I haven't had before that I'll learn in the next few days at the conference and there'll be new and novel ways that we can help people. So that's exciting. Next year, I've got a lot of stuff planned at the beginning of the year. I'm going on holidays with a wonderful friend of mine who's been like a mother to me in my lifetime And I'm really looking forward to that for two weeks. And then in March, I'm doing a TEDx talk. So watch this space and we will um, publish the link to that once that is available. I'm doing that for anyone who knows about TEDx talks, uh, talks where they're, they're public, they're put on the internet and people can watch them from all around the world. And they're on all different subjects and they have all different types of people talking on TEDx. Uh, My subject is what I wish I knew about relationships and sex when I was 30. So I feel like if I knew then what I know now, perhaps my relationships and just a lot of my intimate life would have been a whole lot easier. 
So I'm hoping that I can help other people by giving them some ideas about what maybe they could learn some more about when they're younger and if they're older, how they can use these tips to help them now if they haven't learned them already. So that is probably the most exciting thing I've got planned at the beginning of next year. And other than that, we're just going to keep on going. The clinic is really busy. Uh, Kendall is has got a lot of regular patients now. I'm as busy as ever. And we also have Kate, who I'm going to talk to a little bit later in this podcast. Kate has been working with us now for about a year doing women's health, which has been fantastic. But next year, she's going to expand her skills to penile rehabilitation after prostate cancer and some erectile dysfunction things. And I think that will be great. Um, Kate is a very experienced nurse practitioner. She's been one for about 15 years now. And her main area of specialty is pain. So we are looking for any patients that she might be able to help with pelvic pain, male or female. And she does a lot of that. She's very experienced with that area. She's also going to open up seeing people with bladder pain syndrome or it's also called interstitial cystitis because they have chronic pain and that's an area that she would be able to manage really well and the other thing that Kate will be great I think at doing the drug titrations for men that are using injectables because she has a lot of experience as a pain specialist nurse practitioner with titrating medications so it's very exciting for me she's also my oldest friend so and I don't mean in age I mean she's the probably my friend I've she is my friend I've known the longest so it's exciting for me to be working with her as well so I just hope you've listened to this just before Christmas I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas that you stay safe stay safe <laughs> I haven't been drinking any Christmas champagne yet but it sounded like it hope you stay safe and you get to have a wonderful time with your family or your partner or on your own or however you choose to spend Christmas and I will be back with the first podcast in January and I look forward to seeing you all then. Thanks very much. So it's coming to the end of 2023 and I thought it would be fun to chat to Kendall and ask her what she's been up to this year, what she's got planned for 2024. So tell us, Kendall, what have you been doing this year? What have I been doing? I feel like I wake up, work, rinse, repeat. Um, it's been really, really busy in the clinic this year, which has been nice. It's been great. Um, at the beginning of this year, I enrolled into the graduate certificate of sexology, which I've now just completed, which is really good. Um, great, great course. I didn't think I would get all that much out of it, seeing as we work in the space, but every single session, every single lecture that I attended, I just walked away like a big sponge. Um, it's been great sort of reflecting on myself, my relationship, I guess, and how I treat other people. And maybe next year enroll into the grad diploma, which I kind of want to do, but also just lacking a bit of time. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. We'll you could always have a goes. break for a year. Yeah. See, this is me being completely selfish because I just want you to work more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I've been studying a long time. You have. You've spent yeah. a lot of years at uni. You probably deserve a break. Yeah. Um, what else have I been doing? You went on a great big holiday I this did. year. We finally escaped the country after three and a half years of lockdown. So that was really good. We got to travel around Italy and Croatia and just really relax and spend lots of money. It's yep. so expensive to travel now. What were you telling me? How much was a can of Coke? Oh, it was $10, $10 in Croatia, five euro. That um, is out of control. Yeah, I'm glad I don't like Coke. It's crazy. Um, but if you want to buy a beer or something like that, it's the same price. So you kind of... Yeah. Stuck with whichever one you want to buy. 
So that was really good to finally just get away from work and study and, and just relax. Um, I've just come back from the nurse practitioner conference over in Melbourne a week ago. Uh, great, great networking opportunity to meet other like-minded people, you know, see how other nurse practitioners are doing, what innovative um, things that they're coming up with. There was a strong focus from the government on the Medicare task force. So looking at gaps in care, because we just don't have enough you know, GPs and nurses to provide the care to our aging population um, and that's going to get worse. So it was good to see what they are doing and how nurse practitioners can be used, you know, to fill these gaps, I guess. Um, so that was a great, great conference. Um, the other thing I've been doing a lot of is lots of presentations on diabetes and obesity management. So that's been good to dabble in my other specialty. And um, also, I think it's important to note that your other specialty actually has a lot of sexual health yeah. ramifications. So yeah. that the two things, those three things all kind of interweave with each other a lot. Yeah, absolutely they do. Um, so yeah, it's been good to do a bit more health promotion on how we can prevent obesity related conditions like we see mm. now or just managing diabetes better. Yeah. Um, because unfortunately we're getting diagnosed a lot younger with type 2 diabetes, which is going to be a big problem in terms of health expenditure and chronic disease over the lifetime from kids. You know, yeah. lots of kids are being diagnosed, so big space to work in. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to be working in a bit of a collaborative arrangement also with restorative sexual health with the endocrinologist in Junior Lab. So we've opened a new clinic up there. Um, so we'll be seeing a lot more diabetes and obesity you know, related stuff. Yeah, and he's already started referring, so yeah, that's been really yeah, exciting. it's been really, really good. Yeah, so it's great. Um, looking into 2024, so we'll take a nice Christmas break. Definitely, to, we're going to have two weeks off. Anyone who tries to contact us for the yep. two weeks after Chrissy, we're, Don't bother. Yeah. we're at the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Best time to relax in the sun. Um, so 2024, so again, just working lots, maybe enroll in that course. But looking at doing a bit more um, presentations again, I really enjoy doing the community presentations. So anyone's got a community group out there yep. and they'd like Kendall to come and chat about sexual health, diabetes, weight loss or any of the above yep. all, give us a call. be great. And then I've just paid for a conference that I'm going with my best friend who's a urology continence nurse. We're going to be going to Paris in April for her and my birthday, but also just uh Go and see what's happening in Europe. Because that's they... the European Internet yeah. Conference of yeah. Urology. Yep. So all urology focus. So what we do here, um, bladder cancers, bladder management, you know, a bit of kidney stones and all that sort of stuff. So it's a great scientific program. So Excellent. I'm really So when you get back, that. I'll have to interview about what yeah. new things you learnt that we're not doing here. Yeah. So that'd be super exciting. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of continue the clinics as usual. So let's just hope next year is not as crazy as this year. Yeah. It's a little bit calmer. Yeah. My big biggest achievement for next year is going to be having a house with a kitchen in it again. Yeah. Anybody who has been to see me as a patient in the last six months will know I'm undergoing a massive renovation and I haven't had a kitchen now since April and it's wearing a bit thin, which is interesting because I don't even like cooking. No. I just, <laughs> but I would really like to have a kitchen that I could cook if I wanted to and I'd actually just really like somewhere for my husband to cook for me. Yeah. So that's going to be my big achievement for 2024, I think. Yeah, and I guess we should also talk about the cycle that we're doing. Oh, yes, of course. Let's talk about Well, we will have done it and by the time yes, this episode comes out. So, yes, next weekend. That's something, though, it's a big thing we will have done in 2023. That'll be our second time. So 
Um, for anyone listening who doesn't know, there's a cycle fundraising ride in October each year called the Tour de Gracetown, which leaves a little town in the southwest and you can ride three different lengths, a piccolo, which is the shorter one, which is 66 k's. Then there's, can't remember what the middle one's called now. Um, no, I don't remember, but it's about 86 and then 104 kilometres. Yeah, and that's the Grand Day. Yeah. Um, so this year, that last year we did it with just the us. We worked together and we rolled in a few friends and our partners. But this year, it's very exciting. I think we've got 25 people on our team now. Yeah. We've got urologists, us. Um, we have some patients who are bike riders, enthusiasts joined in. So that is next weekend. Mm. And um, that's going to be very Really good fun, I think. So anyone who wants to join our team next year, please send us an email. It's always in October and it's called the Tour de Gracetown. So you can have a look at that. But yeah, it should be a really good fun event. There's a heap of people camping down there and people have rented holiday houses and it should be great. Yeah. But even if you don't want to ride, you can always volunteer. Yes, exactly. You can volunteer or you can go on the Tour de Gracetown um, pit and you can always donate. So by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be over, but you can always donate for next year. And the great thing about the Tour de Gracetown is the money stays in WA. It doesn't go outside WA, which is why we're particularly keen to do that. Unfortunately, this year I have to be a bit of a slacker and ride (laughs) an electric bike because for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a little bit of a spaz at bikes and I went over the handlebars a few weekends ago and broke two ribs. So I've just borrowed a friend's um, electric bike, so I'm going to be a bit, I feel a bit embarrassed about that, but at least I'll be in it. Yeah, you'll be there. They'll be there. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to 2024 and um, definitely looking forward to working together. So it's the end of 2023, Katie, and I want to find out what your highlights of this year were and what your plans are next year. So first up, what? are your highlights this year? I've been great working with restorative sexual health and I've come to the dark side and realised penises aren't as scary as I thought. So it's been really nice helping younger guys with erectile dysfunction um, and also just hearing the journeys of some of the women that have unfortunately been overlooked by a few. So I feel like making a little bit of a difference in people's lives, which is nice. So you just mentioned younger guys. Are you helping the old blokes with their limp ones as well? Nope, not in 23, but 24 is a new year. And so Kate is going to do the injections of the penis. So I'm very excited about that because that means when people have a wait list, that's going to be much smaller because now there'll be Kendall, Kate and me. I'm like the non-K, the K's, K's and the M. It's a bit sad, isn't it? Anyway... That is exciting for us and hopefully exciting for our patients. So anybody listening that is a regular patient of restorative sexual health or would like to be a new one, there's now another option. We have nice, young, lovely Kendall and then we have us two old birds. (laughs) So Katie, you've got something else exciting you'd like to do next year. You're going to expand into a new area because your original specialty as a nurse practitioner is pain. So... There's an area of unmet need, we think, which you're going to go into. So tell us about that. So, and this is an area that is called um, painful bladder syndrome, or some people know it as chronic abdominal pain, which can be a bit of endometriosis. There's a a real, um, or interstitial cystitis is another one. Um, There's a real mix of abdominal pain and urinary bladder 
bowel problems that um, is either on massive waiting lists or there's no support groups for. So this is what I'm looking at, starting putting my energy in to help this um, group of people that are finding it really difficult to get some medical assistance. So for anyone listening who has got kind of unexplained lower abdo pain, uh, and it, it does occur in men and women, but it's more common in women, and they have had a lot of investigations and haven't been able to find out what's going on, then please book an appointment with Kate and she'll look into your chronic pelvic pain. Obviously, we work with and collaborate with other practitioners. So if there is a suspicion of interstitial cystitis or bladder pain syndrome, then you would be referred to a urologist if you haven't already seen one for a diagnosis. But then Kate's specialty is dealing with chronic pain so that people can have a better quality of life. So that's very exciting, Katie. I'm excited that we're going to open up that area and we'll look forward to 2024. All right. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Hey, Jojo, it is nearly Christmas 2023. I can't believe this year's gone so fast and I just thought it would be fun to get you back in and ask you what's been happening this year and what you're planning on doing next year. Well, it hasn't been that exciting, Melissa. (laughs) I was um, grateful to have a little bit of a break actually because I was scheduled to have surgery for scoliosis so I was busy preparing myself with that and I was meant to have a whole fusion of my spine for from um, what's called T4 to the sacrum so I was going to then have to have three months completely off work and then up to 12 months recovering and who knows how it was going to be because I've had this really severe scoliosis in my spine I wore back brace for five years when I was younger so my whole year was geared around the first six months working hard. Then I went on a little bit of a holiday with my family to Greece, which was just wonderful. And then I came back and got very stuck into fitness. And then I went and had my pre-operative consult and was told, Joe, your spine is stabilised, is not progressing anymore. So we suggest not doing the surgery. Review it in another six months. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, I think that's a great outcome. No, it was confusing though. It was very, very strange. So in the end, I had all this time up my sleeve that I didn't expect to have. And have you enjoyed it? I have. I've been reading books. Yep. I've been um, to the beach a lot, did a full driving course. Oh, that's cool. Um, bit have, of paddling. Have you been going full driving since? Well, um, I have to get a little bit more equipment, but I've done a couple of um, like workshops. Things and I'm like got another one, a beach one this weekend coming up. Excellent. Then I'll have a bit more equipment. But I've not been teaching very much. I've done a little bit um, to Canada and to the Philippines a little while ago. But yeah, I've actually enjoyed not being so high pressure. So That's good. Sometimes you think you have to keep on going, 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 keeping on achieving, achieving, achieving. And it's actually been nice to have some unexpected free time and to go. I'm a little bit older now and I don't really feel like I want to say yes to everything that I get asked to do. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. So that means not having the surgery kind of taught you something. Yeah, it did. I've never been one to stop and slow down for too long. Mm -hmm. A two-week holiday is quite a rare thing for me. So I don't work Saturdays anymore. First time in 40 years I haven't worked Saturdays. I reckon by the time you get to this age you deserve that. Yeah, yeah. So... I've actually really enjoyed my time. Also, in the podcast, like we covered so many prostate cancer stories and 
to be honest, I was like, I wonder if there's much more that I can share to learn <laughs> for others. But, you know, as we found out, you know, there's different stories that come along and, you know, it's just good to keep on having the guys share how how it affected them and it's just great to be able to refer back to different episodes and say go to episode four or episode 26 and follow this topic. So how many have you done now? I think this week was 158. Wow. So by Christmas we will be 160 almost, I think. We've got heaps. Yep, lots. So, yeah, three years we've been going now. So next year I'm hoping that every so often we can get you on and do a another like a prostate story. Yeah, 155. Um, so, yeah, by Christmas we'll have 160. Far out. We thought we might do 25 or 30. Yeah, I know. Amazing, hey? Yeah. But I still think like even if I listen back to the early episodes we did and you think about, I mean, number one, we've got way better at the sound. But yep. um, the other thing is is just the treatments have got better, like how yep. long it takes. It's interesting to listen just three years ago how much longer it was taking people to get dry and yep. sexual function yep. as opposed to now. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a really nice kind of historical thing. So I think even though we have interviewed quite a lot of guys with prostate cancer, there's always a new story, a little bit mm. of nuance. So I'd still like to sprinkle those through. Yeah. I've been trying to do some different things such as, you know, I've interviewed some people with Peronis and different treatments and guys that have had bone cancer and how that's affected yeah. them. And last night I interviewed a wonderful psychiatrist, sexologist from America um, and if you're listening to this Christmas message, you will have already heard that hopefully last week. And if you haven't, go back and listen to it because that'll be out on the 19th of December. Um, but yeah, so it's been nice being out, like doing some different things as yeah, well. But I yeah. think it's really good to keep coming back to that, you know, making sure that we regularly put in a prostate cancer story. Yeah. So. One thing I've really found a difference is the level of education as well that guys come into. There's definitely more guys talking to one another, but the I think the prostate cancer nurses are filled in a big gap as well um, by just kind of sharing our podcasts too as a, like a resource. Mm. Uh, but sending patients, you know, a little video perhaps of their pelvic floor. So they're a little bit, oh, actually a lot more aware when they come and see me as well, which is Kind of nice because they've often spoken to other guys and they've said talk them through what yeah. to do and how to do it and it's very a very different conversation, isn't it? It is. And I think, you know, when we first set out started this podcast, our aim was to get men talking about this mm. and I think we've achieved that. I think more men are talking about it, you know, like we've, you know, we've both recently seen someone from Canada who we've interviewed for the podcast and will be on next year. So listen out for that. Our, a new year one, isn't yeah. it? That's what you've proposed. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that the message is getting out there wider and wider all the time and it's it's really good. And I think, you know, more and more people contact me by email now and say, I'd like to be on your podcast or yeah. I've been listening to the podcast or, you know, sending in suggestions of sub subjects I'd like to hear about. And so anyone listening to this Christmas episode, if there's something you really want to know about or someone you think would be great to be interviewed, please send me the suggestions because that's, you know, we're, this podcast is not here for us. It's here for you, so our audience. So we want to make sure it's relevant. So if you think of people, please, or subject matter, please send us a message and we'll try and get them on. It's fantastic. And I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed the podcast that you did with Anthony the other day and he managed to share his prostate cancer song. Have you had many oh, yeah. people 
responding I, about that? I have. His song was great, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. So, um, yeah, it was good to get him back actually. Yeah, and his series of videos. Yeah, his series yeah. of videos. I put the links to that in the show notes so people can watch. But, um, yeah, his song was excellent. I oh, got a surprise when I heard it as the intro song. So yeah. that was really cool. But you think about it, you know, you think all these things that have changed in people's lives um, from their prostate cancer diagnosis, like, you know, he's singing and he joined a band yeah, after that. I know. Yep. And then we've got Steve the Poet who didn't yep. know it, who, yep. you know, is, has written a book and had yep. that published this year. Yep. One of the episodes that I'm planning on bringing out next year is when I've had patients coming in telling me short stories about how this diagnosis has changed their life. Yeah, cool. I've yep. been recording little excerpts from them. Uh, yep. Um, yep. And I'm hoping to put, to get them all together one day next year and make, have like a whole episode of just different people's mm. positive things that they've changed in other areas That's a great of their idea. life because of their prostate cancer. One guy in particular that um, springs to mind and you'll hear him next year is that when he got diagnosed with prostate cancer, he was running a big family business and mm-hmm. he always wanted to do some um, like volunteer helping companies that were in trouble. Oh. And so he does that now. He got a manager into his business and he now travels around the country helping businesses that are in wow. trouble to get out of trouble for free. For um, free. And he's loving that yep. because he feels like he's really giving back. So he's like mentoring yeah. people out of trouble. And um, mm. so, yeah, there's a lot of, of inspiring stories, I think, about how it's just been a bit of a shake-up for them yeah. and they've changed their life. A bit like yep. you not having to have the surgery yeah. and it's given you a new direction. Well, for me it was like rushing to get to that goal and then to feel like what am I going to do with myself now? How can I validate my time and make it like purposeful and like – especially when you're working as a clinician, like every 20 minutes someone else is waiting to come and see you. You're sort of used to living your life on schedule and suddenly I actually had three months where I had to feel mm-hmm. and I was really struggled initially with that. It's a bit like when you finish your exams and you go, oh, my God, what am I going to do with myself? But, yeah, it's been really nice. It's <laughs> great. All right. Well, thank you and um, I hope you and everybody listening has a very Merry Christmas and a safe one. Thanks, Melissa. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As a thank you for being a part of our podcast community, I have an exclusive subscriber offer for you. If you would like assistance with your sexual health and you'd like to work with me, then please head over to www.melissahadleybarrett.com forward slash programs and use the code TPP5 at the checkout. Here you will find everything you need to know to be on the path to penile perfection. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Penis Project. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a review and subscribe for regular updates. Your support plays a big role in spreading awareness and helping more men to access this information. The more followers we have, the more podcast platforms that recommend our show to others. This might be just the place where your friend, brother, neighbour with lingering questions finally discovers the answers. Stay connected with me on social media and join the Melissa Hadley Barrett email list for news about upcoming podcast episodes, blogs, and lots more. If you have a personal story that you'd like to share or you're a health professional working in this field, I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or a listener with specific topics you'd like us to cover, please send me an email at admin at melissahadleybarrett.com. Thanks again for being a part of the Penis Project podcast community. And until next time, take care.